You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Mailbag Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today and tell them Locked On sent you. But we are going to kick off the week here on the Locked On Titans podcast with a Mailbag Monday episode, as we always do. And I'm excited to dive into the questions that you guys have sent to me throughout the past 24 to 48 hours or so. Got a few from last week that we got to finish off as well. But we have some really good questions in there. Got a question about some of my favorite tech Tennessee Titans moments, questions about the roster, who will fill out some of the back-end spots that are going to be available. Also got a fantastic question about my favorite summer dessert. What am I reaching for when I go into the freezer? So love to have a good mixed bag of mailbag questions to dive into. Of course, we will start with the five-star reviews. Remember, for next week's Mailbag Monday, you can get in your questions on social media, on Twitter, by sending them to me at Tic Tac Titans, or you can put them on Apple iTunes as a five-star review, and I will make sure that your question gets read at the beginning of the show. But also, make sure that you never miss an episode of the Locked On Titans podcast by following on whatever platform you do stream. Do want to let you guys know as a scheduling update, we are in the dead middle of the NFL all season. Not a lot expected to happen in the NFL world over the next few weeks until training camp starts back up. So, in an effort to recharge the batteries and get ready for a great 2021 season, I'm going to be going to three episodes a week for the next three weeks or so. Like I said, dead heat of summer. Not a lot going on with the NFL. Got to recharge the battery. Still be with you guys three days a week here on the Locked On Titans podcast. And I'll be, of course, on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans, on Facebook, at Locked On Titans Pod. But just wanted to let you guys know up front at the beginning of the show before we dive into a Monday mailbag answering all of your questions on the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. We are going to dive into the Monday mailbag answering all of your questions, but of course, I always start with those who leave a five-star review. want to give you guys a shout-out and thank you for those, so I always read those at the top. You can, of course, put your question in your five-star review, and I'll make sure to answer it, but not everyone does that. Some people just want to give some praise, and I appreciate those people as well. Going to start with a review here from Mr. Bits, Best Titans Pod Ever. Thank you, Mr. Bits. I've been listening to Locked On Titans podcast since before Tyler Rowland was the host, and wow, what a difference it made when he took this job. I listened to several Titans podcasts, and this is by far the very best. Tyler is high energy, extremely knowledgeable of the game of football, talks about stuff that goes over my head sometimes, and he has a great voice for podcasting. Subscribe to this podcast right now. Tighten up, Tyler. Let's get it. Tighten up, Mr. Bits. I definitely do appreciate that. What's funny is when I first started out, I, I was a little discouraged 
discouraged because somebody said they didn't like my voice. They didn't know that they were talking to the host of Locked On Titans who was in a Titans group, and they said that the, they couldn't stand my voice. And I was very early on, it's like the first season that I was doing the show, and it made me a little bit nervous, but I appreciate all the support that you guys have given me over the last few years, kind of made me not worry so much about that factor. My voice is my voice, man. What can I do? If you don't like it, there's not much I can tell you there. But I appreciate all the other compliments, and I want to do my best to make sure that nothing goes over your head, Mr. Bits. want to try to do do better at that and get better so that everyone is always on the same page. Next, have one here from Titans for the Boys. Hey, there we go. Uh, best podcast, five stars. I appreciate that. Best Titans podcast out there. Thank you for all the great information and daily updates. Love listening in to see how the team is doing let's get it thank you very much for that titans for the boys i appreciate it next my guy fat boy guar keeps coming through with the reviews but he's got a two-part question here part number one i have tickets for week one cards versus titans need some parking tips wow that's an awesome game that i'm considering going to myself great great pick there that's going to be a great entertaining game um Georgia native and my girls 10 and 12. Uh, I won't want to walk in. Where is a good street to park from? Okay, so I am crowdsourcing this answer. There's going to be a ton of construction in the, the Titans Stadium area. And anytime that I come down to games, I always stay in a hotel and then I Uber to Broadway or Uber to a restaurant downtown. And then I walk over Civilian Bridge to uh, to the game. So I don't really park just to go to the game. So I don't really have a good answer. So if anybody who does have a good answer is listening to the show, tag me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans and give Fatboy Guar some good streets to park on when he comes to the game. And I'll make sure to read those on the podcast on Wednesday's show so that everybody gets all the information they need. So we'll do this as a family because I don't have a great answer for you. But part two, have you seen the new Masters of the Universe trailer on Netflix? What 80s or 90s cartoon would you like to see remade? Love the Voltron remake. Netflix already did amazing. Um, yeah, the trailer for Masters of the Universe looks fantastic. I'm going to check that out as soon as I possibly can when it's available. As for cartoons, I'd like to see remade from the 80s or the 90s. More 90s. Um, I'm 30, so I'm a 90s baby. I was born in 91. So that's where that's where I reside but for me, I would like. I think Rugrats is a cartoon that could be remade. Uh, I know that DC on HBO Max is going to be remaking some Batman the animated uh, series shows. Uh, I-, I would love to see that. I love Batman the animated show. Um, grew up with that. And then I guess uh, the old school Transformer. Oh, Gargoyles. Gargoyles. If you guys know, that's a deep cut as a cartoon, but Gargoyles is a show from the 90s that I would love to see remade. I think it's an underappreciated cartoon, one of the best cartoons. Even better now if you watch it because it did have some adult themes and some seriousness to it that I appreciate now, but yeah, Gargoyles. I would love to see that one um, get remade, get some new episodes. It's on Disney Plus right now, which I truly appreciate. So uh, yeah, that's, that's probably my answer. Rugrats, Batman the Animated Series, and then Gargoyles. Transformers as an honorable mention as well. The old school like Beast Wars Transformers. Those were fun when I was a kid. I had a lot of good times watching those shows. But anyway, to get out of this nostalgia pit that we are in now, we are going to move forward to the second part of our Monday Mailbag Show. Before we dive into that, I want to remind you guys about BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. No, there's no football to bet on, but baseball is in full swing. 
playing. The NHL and the NBA are in the middle of the playoffs. Plus, there's a ton of good UFC, MMA, and boxing action coming up. A ton of great boxing matches coming ahead. I believe Earl Spence, Manny Pacquiao, Tyson uh, Fury, and Deontay Wilder 3 coming up in July. Very excited for all those bouts. Make sure that before any of that action takes place, you head on over to betonline.ag. You can use your laptop or your mobile device. And when you sign up for free on betonline.ag, use the promo code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Basically, no matter what you deposit when you sign up, they will give you 50% of that money for free. So a great deal. Use that promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. dive into the Twitter portion of the Monday mailbag and I got to get some of the questions that came in after the buzzer from last week starting with my guy Gary Kester and before I get into Gary's question I just want to tell you guys if you are Lakers fans because I know there's a little bit of a crossover a surprising Venn diagram of Titans and Lakers fans. Check out the Lakers Outsiders podcast. Of course, check out Locked On Lakers with the Kamenetsky brothers from the Locked On Podcast Network. That's a fantastic show, and they're very knowledgeable and been around the Lakers for years. But also, Gary Kester with Lakers Outsiders. Gary is an awesome Titans fan. He's a great Lakers content creator, and just want to give a shout-out to him before I get into his questions and shout-out his podcast there. Check that out. Uh, Number one, which available free agent edge rusher would you want to sign the most right now? Melvin Ingram. I know that Justin Houston is a safer pick, but Melvin Ingram already expressed interest with wanting to come to the Titans. And Justin Houston played for the Colts. Just get him out. Uh, I mean, I'll take him, but... Colts. I know you're going to say Danico Autry. I know, but ugh, I just feel weird about it. Let's get Melvin Ingram in here. He already wants to be a part of the Julio package. So Melvin Ingram is my answer, and it's purely for heartstrings. Next, uh, Gary did ask two questions. He said, with the addition of Julio and Darrington Evans back, would you try to lighten Henry's workload a bit so he's fresher for the playoffs? Yes, that has to be the answer. Not only to keep Derrick Henry fresh, but also the Titans offense has to diversify a little bit. And yeah, we could probably go in up against a team and and run our normal system and get a win, but it's like, I guess to give you an example in basketball, there are 82 regular season games, and yeah, because there are so many games that allows you, you know, you can sacrifice a couple wins working on some things to get ready for the playoffs. The Milwaukee Bucks are a good example. So this year, they maybe sacrificed a few wins because they worked on switching everything uh, when pick and rolls happen instead of trying to hedge or go over or go under on screens. They switched everything. They tried small ball lineups with Giannis at center and P.J. Tucker in uh, going small ball. Things that they didn't do the year before, those were adjustments that they needed in the playoffs, but in previous years, they weren't able to execute those adjustments because they didn't practice them in the regular season. Even if it was a little bit of a detriment in the regular season, I think the Titans got to do that. Yeah, they could give Derrick Henry the ball 25, 30 times, and that may be the best thing for the offense. But if the Titans want to be able to counter anything that they see later in the season, then they need to try to diversify the offense a little bit and, and lessen Henry's workload, not only for the health and the stamina factor, but because they're going to need those other counters later in the year. So that's my answer there. We need the screen game. We need gadget plays with Darrington Evans. We need... 
like I said, screen game with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown taking advantage of those skills. So that's what I'm hoping to see. Todd Downing did more of that stuff in Oakland than Arthur Smith has done previously. So maybe we can get a great combination of those two schools of thought. Next, Two questions here from Cody Weath. Cody said, are there any Titans jerseys that you have that are kind of off the wall or ones that probably not a lot of people bought or have? For me, it's a Matt Hasselback jersey. I had a Tyrone Calico jersey and I had a Chris Brown number 29 jersey back in the day. I would say those are the most off the wall. I really, I've said this on the podcast before, but I really thought Tyrone Calico was going to be the next Randy Moss. And to this day, I'm 30 years old and my, my friends from my childhood still make fun of me and ask is Tyrone Calico going to be Randy Moss yet? I still have a specific friend. Shout out Pep, Jake Emberton, who still brings that up to me. So uh, I would have to pick those two. But uh, he said, for me, it's Matt Hasselbeck. That's pretty off the wall. But hey, played okay. Played okay in his, in his Titan service. Um, another question here from the Canadian Titan, uh, Bud Dupree's stand account. He said, what are three movies you hate that everyone loves? And I'm not going to lie to you. I read your question wrong. Uh, I read it as what are three movies that you love that everyone hates? Uh, three movies that I hate though. I could, I could pull that off. Uh, the Johnny Depp, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I absolutely hate that movie. Uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder is the only acceptable canon for Willy Wonka other than the book Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Ronald Dahl, right? I think I'm right on that. Um, so, yeah, I'll go with uh, Johnny Depp, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. Um, everybody really, I don't know if everybody really liked it, but a lot of people seem to like Captain Marvel, and I didn't like that movie at all. Uh, didn't hit for me in any way. Uh, not a terrible movie, but, I mean, so I guess maybe I don't, I can't say that I hate it, but, oh no. I, I, I didn't get all the hype. I didn't get all the hype. So that that's how I feel about that. Uh, I can only give you two off the top of my head, but I will give you three movies that I loved that everybody hated because that's what I prepared for. Um, uh, any of Zack Snyder's DC stuff, uh, Batman vs. Superman sticks out in my head specifically. Took so much backlash from critics. I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all time, especially the director's extended cut. But shocker that a Zack Snyder director's cut is better than what we got in the theater. But yeah, any of Zack Snyder's DC stuff, but specifically Batman vs. Superman. Uh, Double Dragon, the movie back in the day about the two brothers. It's a video game. One's red, one's blue. They put their hands together. I don't know. It, it was cheesy. It's a terrible movie if you watch it now, but I was absolutely in love with it as a kid. And then I couldn't think of another movie, but uh, Gotham, the TV show about like young Bruce Wayne and um, uh, what's his name? Ben McKenzie is uh, young Jim Gordon. Uh, that show took a lot of heat. Not a lot of people like that show. I don't know how it made it five seasons, uh, but me and my mom would watch that show religiously. We'd be on the phone together watching that show. Uh, I think it came on originally on Mondays and then on Wednesdays, but yeah, I really love that show. Cheesy, pretty rough sometimes, but hey, I'm a Batman chill, so I was in on it. Next, Kyle Fulton said the 2021 defense just needs to be below average and not be a complete dumpster fire for this team to have a chance to reach their goals. Give us the argument as to why they will achieve below averageness. And in this scenario, below averageness is a good thing in the way that Kyle is phrasing it. And I think that the Titans defense has a chance to be anywhere between 10 and 20. 
And I think it could be a success. Like, I think the Titans could reach their goals and it wouldn't be too much of a setback. And uh, the reason that they would be able to do that is Bud Dupree and Danico Autry is such a massive upgrade up front from what the Titans had before. Jeffrey Simmons is going to get even better because of that. The Titans hopefully learn their lesson from how they used Harold Landry and they're going to allow him to do what he does best. They've revamped the secondary and I am happy with what they've done in the secondary overall. So with the improvements in secondary, the hard lessons learned from mistakes last year by the coaching staff, and then the impact up front, I think that can allow the Titans to climb to you know 16th, 17th, 18th best defense, which if they can get turnovers, they can you know win a Super Bowl. I mean, they can get it done with that, that type of effort. Uh, last question here in this segment, Dustin Shaw said, do you think Anthony Furser can be a top 10 tight end this season with defenses focused on the three-headed monster we have now? One would think the targets will be there. Um, You know, here's what I did. I went back last year in 2020 and looked at the top 10, the number 10 tight end, uh, what their statistics were. And basically the 10th best receiving season for tight ends is 623 yards top 10 10th most catches for a tight end was 56 and for touchdowns for a tight end was six so will Ferkser have 56 catches 623 yards and six touchdowns which is what it's going to take for him to be top 10 in those categories probably I don't know I could see him getting the 56 catches but not the 623 yards. So I'm going to say no. Anthony Ferkser is not a top 10 tight end statistically next year. I think he's going to be somewhere in that 12 to 17 range, but that will be good enough for the Titans, and he'll serve his role plenty fine for them next year. We are going to get into the ending of today's show and the end of your guys' mailbag questions. Still have a lot of them to go through. Definitely got to pick up the pace, and that's on me. Shocker. I'm long-winded. But before we do that, do got to tell you guys about the best-tasting protein bars ever, and that's from our friends over at BuiltBar.com. Right now on BuiltBar.com, they have nine delicious flavors, and they're always rotating in some occasional limited-time flavors as well. The bars are absolutely delicious. They're covered in 100% chocolate. I eat the Built Bars not because I'm on a diet or anything like that, but just because they taste fantastic. But it's not just the flavor. They're also healthy for you as well. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. So make sure that you head over to BuiltBar.com today. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Also have to tell you guys about the title sponsor of the show, and that is our friends over at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's basically impossible for the local auto parts chain store to have all the parts that you need. So head on over to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket and check out everything that their warehouse has. A bunch of different brands, specifications, and prices that you can choose from. And speaking of prices, one thing that I didn't know is at these chain auto parts stores, they have different price tiers based on whether you're a professional mechanic or a do-it-yourselfer. So you run the risk of going to a chain parts store, them not having the type of part that you want because their stock and their inventory is limited. They could even have to order their part from their warehouse, which you're going to have to do anyway when you go to rockauto.com. And then you're going to have to put on pants again, come back to the store and get the part that they ordered all while you're probably paying twice as much as the guy's standing next to you who's a professional mechanic. So there is just no way around it. RockAuto.com is the best and most efficient way to order any of your auto 
parts needs. Make sure you go to rockauto.com right now and type locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com cap off this Monday mailbag continuing to go through your guys's questions and a ton of questions from you guys I do appreciate all of your responses all of your questions I really enjoy these mailbag Mondays talking everything through with you guys before we dive into our ending segment here on a mailbag Monday do want to remind you about the locked on today podcast it's all the biggest sports stories and all of the major sports in under 20 minutes Every single day, like having the sports section read to you, make sure you check out the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. First question to cap things off here is from Derek Schuler. My guy, Derek, man, always sending in questions, always responding. I appreciate you, man. Uh, will you be buying any new jerseys this season, like a certain Julio Jones jersey? No. I'm very particular on jerseys. I don't wear jerseys a lot. I don't go out in jerseys ever or anything like that. So uh, to me, I don't have a lot of jerseys. I prefer like a t-shirt jersey, a jersey, if you will. But uh, I do believe I'm buying an A.J. Brown jersey this year. I only have a Kevin Byer jersey. Like I said, I'm very picky on the jerseys I buy because I have been... uh, Remember how I told you guys I had a Chris Brown jersey and a Tyrone Calico jersey? You're starting to understand the trauma that I've gone through with jerseys. Anyways... um, Seriously, though, that's that's how I feel. I don't like to pay for jerseys and buy jerseys. One, it just seems too expensive for an article of clothing, regardless of what that article of clothing is. I'm not super materialistic when it comes to clothes and things like that. Um, so that's kind of something that I don't like. But but also, with Julio, at least, I don't like to get guys who just joined the team. Who knows if it's going to work out? I want somebody who's young, who I know is going to be with the team for multiple years and will be productive. That's why I got a Kevin Byard, because I believe in Kevin Byard, and I believe in A.J. Brown. Uh, so I'm going to get an A.J. Brown jersey this year. That's my plan. Uh, Zachary Navarrete, he's mad at me. He said, asking again, being polite, being patient. Um, question just came in past the buzzer last time, so my bad. But he said, are you a fan of anime and or comics and two top five sports movies of all time? So, um, I'm not really big into anime. I don't search it out. I watched Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid and I watched Pokemon when I was a kid. And some of you guys are probably shouting at me if those don't qualify as real anime. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Dragon Ball Z does. I don't know about Pokemon though. That might just be a cartoon from Asia. Um, not anime, whatever. But I did take my nephew to see Demon Slayer, uh, in the theaters, the Demon Slayer movie about the train. And man, I really enjoyed it. I was kind of concerned going in. I knew my nephew would like it, but he's a kid, you know, it was just for him, but I really enjoyed it. Thought it was pretty good. I've always been into comic books and, you know, superheroes and sci-fi and fantasy and, you know, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. So my personality type would lend me to enjoying anime, but no, I don't really seek it out. Um, what's, um, Avatar, The Last Airbender. I don't know if that's anime. It might just be a cartoon, but I really enjoyed that show as well. So yes, I also do love comics. I didn't read a ton of comics when I was a kid. I was too busy playing sports, quite frankly, for that to be a big enough hobby. Um, but I read a few and in my adulthood, I've read a lot of great comics like The Long Halloween, Batman, The Long Halloween, and then Dark Victory after it. Man, 
I, I've never really enjoyed a comic book the way I enjoyed that. So I would encourage everybody to read that. Top five sports movies. Number one, Friday Night Lights. Not the TV show, the movie. I will cry right now. Multiple times during that movie. And the explosions in the sky, music in the background. <laughs> I melt. I melt. I was on the fence about playing football um, in middle school. I don't know why. I was just going through, you know puberty crisis, I guess. I love playing football. I definitely was going to end up playing, but I was on the fence for some reason, and Friday Night Lights came out, and me and my brother went and saw it in the movie theaters, and we were doing football drills in the backyard the rest of the night. I I was committed forever, and here I am. So, thank you, Friday Night Lights. Remember the Titans? Just a fantastic movie. Forget that it's about sports. Just a fantastic movie. The acting uh, is so fantastic. It's well written. Uh, Just a great movie. Remember the Titans. Rocky, the first Rocky, Great movie. Um, White Men Can't Jump. I really enjoy Woody Harrelson, and I really like Wesley Snipes as well. Uh, So I really like that movie, the Jeopardy aspect of the movie. I really enjoy that as well because I love Jeopardy. So everything about White Men Can't Jump is good. And then the last spot was hard. Uh, I had some comedies like Waterboy and Semi-Pro that I was going to throw in there, but I ultimately went with The Replacements. Uh... Definitely uh, one of my favorite football movies has to be on the list. So uh, there you go. But man, there's a lot of good sports movies. Basketball was a big favorite of mine when I was younger. I uh, really love that. And of course, there there are more in there as well. Uh, Any Given Sunday. Maybe a little too mature for me when that movie came out, but I loved it either way. So that Al Pacino speech is still get me going. And Willie Beeman. Keep the lady screaming. Oh, what a classic movie. Fantastic. And talks about the darker side of football as well with Lawrence Taylor's character and everything. So really, really love that. It was hard to make that list for you as I continue to drone on about sports movies that I love. Uh, Next question. What is your favorite Eddie George, Steve McNair memory? Okay, well, Eddie George is when him and Ray Lewis met each other in the hole and he took him and he put him on the ground. So I really love that interaction. That rivalry was something that I always loved very much growing up between those two players. And then Steve McNair scramble and throw in the Super Bowl. I mean, how can that not be the lasting memory in your head of Steve McNair? I'm sure everybody has their own, but for me, that's that's really what sticks out off the top of my head. Next, from Franco. Uh, also, the, the Eddie George Steve McNair question came from Trey Styles. Shout out, Trey. Sorry about that. Don't want to skip over you. But uh, 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 Franco said, how big do we need the podcast to get for you to get a real press pass? It's a combination of things, Franco, quite frankly, because Franco, quite frankly, because um, I'm going to have to write more and find a way to consistently write articles about the Titans uh, and get on with a publication in that sense, uh, whether that be through Locked On and some of their local uh, websites for their local news stations for Tegna, uh, the company we were just you know purchased by. Either way, I'm going to have to write a little bit more. And then I think there's a, a lot of people who are older who are covering the Titans right now, in my opinion. I'm not going to say like names. I don't want to be disrespectful. But I would imagine that some of those, about three or four people, are going to be, you know, eventually retiring, moving on, blah, 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 blah. And then maybe there will be some open spots. The Titans are a little tight-knit when it comes to media access. It's hard to get a press pass from the Titans. So it's going to take me really blowing up my profile, not only as a podcaster, but as a writer, and then also some opportunities uh, coming open uh, within the Titans media sphere and who the Titans will let in. I'm in contact 
with Titans public relations on certain things very early on in the process. But they are aware of me, and they are aware that I cover the team. So I guess that is a very good start. One day, Franco. One day. Uh, Tyler Chandler said, Summer is here. Ah, great question. Tyler said, Summer is here. You need a cold, sweet treat. What do you grab from the freezer? Ice cream sandwich, red, white, blue pop, or something entirely different? I have to admit, I love the non-football questions, guys. I just, it just is fun to talk about. So, this one was hard, okay? But, for me, ice cream sandwich, you hit it right on the head, Tyler. I love ice cream sandwiches. I'm a big vanilla ice cream guy, and just that thin layer of chocolate cookie is just the perfect amount of chocolate, not overwhelming or taking away from the vanilla. So, ice cream sandwich, definitely. For me, though, the strawberry shortcake, uh, you know, popsicles that you get from the ice cream truck, that crunchy texture on the outside with that sweet strawberry in the middle, Oh my God, my mouth is watering right now. And then uh, also, I love the orange Flintstone push pops, baby. I love orange sherbet. Can never go wrong with orange sherbet. Uh, dairy gives me trouble sometimes. I can't go as far as call myself lactose intolerant. But uh, eating sherbet really helps to kind of find that find that balance there and not feel like crap. So uh, orange sherbet, push pop, strawberry shortcake, popsicle, and ice cream sandwich. And then plain vanilla ice cream is, is the other one that I will go to. Uh, next, Ender. Ender said, do you think Jim Schwartz will help our defense this year or will Vrabel do Vrabel things and get in the way? I think Vrabel will do Vrabel things and I don't think Jim Schwartz will have too big of an impact. I think Jim Schwartz is kind of a um, a break in case of emergency for John Robinson. I think bringing Jim Schwartz in in his capacity was a John Robinson um, negotiation with, hey, you can have Shane Bowen as defensive coordinator, but you have to hire in Jim Schwartz, and he's kind of my ears on the ground, John Robinson's ears on the ground, so I don't really see him doing too much, and if Schwartz tries to do too much, I feel like Vrabel will take it as John Robinson trying to interfere with his coaching, so that could be bad, but uh, uh, Hellas King said, who's going to lock down the last spots at wide receiver? Well, outside the top three, I got um, Des Fitzpatrick, Nick Westbrook-Akina, and Marcus Johnson, I had Racy McMath at first, but I think Marcus Johnson is going to find a way to get a spot. But the Titans might go seven wide receivers this year. I, I think that could happen. Uh, Jordan Cohen said, what NBA team is most like the Titans? That's a really tough question. I feel like this is a little bit of a cop-out. I'll tell you my thought process. I considered the Brooklyn Nets. They moved from New Jersey to Brooklyn, kept the Nets. It's kind of like Titans, Oilers, close, you know, proximity, kind of kept the tradition of the team. That's controversial. I'm not getting into that today, guys. Everybody hold your horses. Uh, but I think ultimately, and like I said, this may be a cop-out, but the Memphis Grizzlies moved from a different city, made some conference finals, have had some success, but never really a nationally respected team, had some really good players that played that grit and grind, real specific physical type basketball, similar to what we're seeing the Titans play right now. Some excellent players like Mike Conley. Marcus Gasol got a defensive player of the year. I feel like he's kind of a Derrick Henry comp, the only guy who truly gets national respect and national awards and things like that. But the Titans have a ton of guys like Ryan Tannehill is like Tony Allen. Uh, yeah, he's got some limitations to his game, but he's a top five player and in what you ask him to do, Tony Allen with this defense. So Mike Conley's out there like a Kevin Byard, not truly 
greatly appreciated. Not getting enough love as he deserves to get, but one of the best at his position. So I'm going to say the Memphis Grizzlies, even if that's a cop-out and easy, I'm going to say that is the comp. Um, Adioso Baboso, one of my favorite names to say what's up, Kata. He said, uh, chances of the Titans carrying three QBs. I'm going to say zero. They don't do that. They'll have somebody on the practice squad. I hope Deshaun Kaiser is the guy who wins the backup role and makes the roster. Last two questions here. Slappy said, fast forward. The Titan, or I'm going to do this first. Bud Dupree, Stan account, Canadian Titan. He did ask for my top five overrated and underrated teams for the upcoming season. Overrated. Colts, Panthers, Patriots, Dolphins, Cardinals. Colts, we got to see what Wentz does. Panthers, we got to see what Darnold does. I'm not super high on either of those guys turning their careers around. Patriots, I don't believe in Cam Newton. Miami Dolphins, I don't believe in Tua. And the Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury. He's never won anything. He's never won more than eight games, and he's had awesome quarterbacks for like the last 15 years. And the guy hasn't won squat. So I don't believe in Cliff Kingsbury. I got to see it to believe it. And that's going to come back to haunt me if they slap the Titans in the first week of the season. My underrated teams, Chargers, Bengals, Rams, Titans, Washington football team. So the Char- I think the Chargers are going to be a force to be reckoned with with our new coach, Brandon Staley. I believe in him. I believe in Justin Herbert. The Bengals, I think that Joe Burrow's healthier than ahead of schedule. And I think the Bengals offensive line is not as bad as everyone makes it out. I think they have some nice pieces there. And the Bengals could compete for one of the last wild card spots. The Rams. I know a lot of people are high on the Rams. So you're like, what are you talking about? But I just think that the Rams are going to be absolutely fantastic this year. I think there's a good chance that they make it to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. I think people are still underrating them in general. The Titans, of course, I think we're still getting some conversation about the Colts and how the Colts can win the division. I I consider that disrespect to the Titans and underrating the Titans. And then the Washington football team, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is 10 times better of a quarterback than anybody that they had on the roster last year. They've improved, and I believe in Ron Rivera and the program that he's putting together. And the NFC East still isn't really that good. So to me, uh, the Washington football team could really make a really make a splash this year again and maybe be even better. But that's gonna do it, guys. That is a monster mailbag Monday, around 35 minutes to get you going. So I'm only gonna have three episodes for a few weeks, but gonna try to make the episodes as long as I possibly can for you guys, so you feel you're getting in your content. And of course, man, if any crazy things happen with the Titans, any big breaking news, I'm gonna be here to break it down with you guys. I'm gonna go over everything. I'm gonna be putting out live videos. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just recharging the battery. Also, do want to mention, at some point in time in the last month, we went over 1 million downloads on the Locked On Titans podcast since I started doing the show on September the 2nd, 2019. Um, I could cry. And speaking of that, I almost forgot one last mailbag question, and it is from Slappy. He said, fast forward to the Titans have won the Super Bowl. How are you celebrating week off from work live podcast? So number one, would be doing a live podcast. Number two, the podcast will be an hour. Number three, I will cry for 75% of the podcast. I will be talking through tears. I'm not even kidding you guys. As you can probably tell, my passion level for sports and how much it means to me is truly unhealthy. Like it's unhealthy to put this much of your emotional happiness into professional sports that you have no control over, but it is the reality that I live and I will seriously cry like a baby if the Titans win the Super Bowl. 
Like, no joke. Sometimes thinking about it gets me, like, emotional. Just one time in my life. I've had a ton of titles with the Lakers, so each title just doesn't quite hit the same as it did before. But I can tell you what, if the, if the Titans ever truly got one, I'm 30, man, you know? And they, they haven't got one yet. So, I'm not guaranteed to see one. If they get just one, man, I can die happy. But I'm going to talk for an hour. I'm going to cry. I'm going to yell. I'm going to curse. Uh, as for besides the podcast, uh, I'm going to get drunk. I don't really drink like that, um, quite honestly. But uh, I'm going to get wasted and just shout and get the cops called on me because my neighbors are kind of worried about what's going on. Uh, I'm not going to care. I'm going to go to jail and I'm going to shout. and I'm going to cheer from jail. I don't even care. Uh, but yeah, that would be awesome. I would definitely take the next day off of work. My job, uh, we're a small pirate ship and I'm a little too important to the operation to just be taken off um, out of nowhere like that. But I will definitely have the next day off no matter what, to, to recover from the wild celebration that would take place on that Sunday evening into, into early Monday morning. But hopefully we get a chance to do that, guys, and hopefully it is soon. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titan.